0: Ash. Taryn. So I have an animal fun fact for you. (laughs) The best kind of fun fact. Honestly, not even the fact is my favorite part about what I'm about to say. Okay. And again, just as a disclaimer, this could be fiction. Who knows? It's from the internet. Right. Uh, The oldest known living animal, land animal Mm -hmm. to be specific, um, is a tortoise who's 187 years old. Oh, his name is Jonathan. Jonathan, <laughs> like who was Jonathan. Jonathan?
1: Jonathan. Jonathan. Was that a popular name back then? It feels very proper.
0: Like I would think, like Bartholomew or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. one hundred and eighty-seven. One
1: hundred and eighty is a long time. Yeah, also, I had a. Sorry, this is my. I'm so, sorry. Actually, I'm so she sorry. I'm
0: so sorry. Um, wompats poop <sighs> is in cubes and they stack it to mark their territory. <laughs>
1: Cubed? <laughs> That's on my bucket list. How does it come out cubed? I don't know, but they they literally make a fort. Or are their intestines square? Must be. What? Ash, you're talking about poop right now. Well, it's animal poop. It's kind of cute. Everyone,
0: people, people's actually aren't, just said People are animals cute in the same sentence. Roll the thing, mark. Roll it. <laughs>
1: Hello everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. My name Ashley. I'm Taryn. This is Unsolicited Advice. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. This is uh, our advice podcast where you guys can write in your own personal stories and get the most authentic, uh-huh, in the moment, uh-huh, reactive, uh-huh, um, real. <laughs> other words, advice. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, where are you with this? You know, you can take it or you could leave it, but like that is yeah. what we do here. Um. So, yeah, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, do all the things.
0: Yes. I don't think I've ever done that.
1: Well, this is my thing.
0: Yeah, you're good at that. You have your segment. I have mine. I bring the laughter. You bring the, con- and the, the comedic joy. relief. You bring the-, <laughs> the call outs. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. Uh, anyways, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything new to share with y'all. I but- have something to share. Oh.
1: Taryn and I went and saw Hamilton last week. We yeah, we did. And it was... Magical. Incredible. Yeah. It was pure joy and magic and love and everything I needed in life. And adultery. <sighs> and dark and twisted.
0: <laughs> I cried so
1: many it times. It was phenomenal. Obviously, you guys probably know this. Uh, Disney Plus released it last year in yeah. the middle of 2020. It, I'm not exaggerating in any way got me Taryn, and our my sister our roommate through last year yeah we must have watched it at least 11 to 12 times um and like would listen to the soundtrack on repeat yeah so the fact that we finally saw it in person was monumental alicia and i got my mom tickets for her birthday because my mom also loved it so much um back in may so we've been looking forward to this for so long (laughs) if you Have an opportunity to go see it. I highly recommend. This is your sign. You need to go see it. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, it was so good, and it was funny because um, I I had like a friend or a coworker say like just the only thing I warn is like it's not the same characters, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's such a like hurdle. Whether it's like oh you read a book and then you go see the movie or. You see like Hamilton on Disney Plus and then you go and it's like a different cast. Mm -hmm. She was like, just get that out of your mind. And it helped me so much to just like fully enjoy. Absolutely. Like the differences they brought to their characters. It was so, it was so good.
1: That's the art is you get to like make it your own in some type of way. And it was so, so, so good. Highly recommend. I have been waking up. I was telling Taryn this on the way here. I've been waking up every day to a random song from the show in my head. And I've just been waking up like singing. Yeah, he will never be satisfied. Like that's, that's I've been a waking song. up, waking, like waking up. One like, of like with the with best Well, I couldn't. I was on the spot. Taryn, why call me the out? Reynolds, plant plant plant. Anyway, plant plant. Um.
0: Well, I have something to share. Uh-huh. I went. I built like three to four Lego sets within Tarren the past few days.
1: Bu- booked and busy.
0: Booked and busy on a roll. Um, it's so fun. This is gonna sound so stupid. But no, like this is a safe place. I I feel like I because like I everyone wants to see like my Lego content. Yeah. I like sometimes like I dread doing it though because I miss just like sitting and like doing a set and not thinking about like oh is the camera still recording uh-huh. or like whatever. So you can't fully enjoy it. Yeah, like I feel like I found like a cool new system to where like I record a little bit and then I do like a cool transition to like here's the finished thing. Um, and so, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I was alone a lot, Guys, so I had lots of time to, like, You know
1: what? Thrive. That is a common problem for influencers. Oh. Taryn, what? you're an influencer. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> because I have that problem all the time. I, like, started making nail reels, and now I can't go to the nail salon and just relax Ooh, yeah, and listen yeah, to a yeah. podcast. I have to film the entire thing. We do it to ourselves. But then, <sighs> yeah. the, it's what the people want. So,
0: you know. It is what it is, and I love you know my Legos. Except now I feel like I'm getting to a point again. There's just so many of them. I need like a I need like a, a full. You one.
1: need a house. No, you need, need your like own a, house.
0: A whole a section, full, like Lego yeah.
1: house, but then also like shelf space throughout the house for some of like a, a few cool of your ones. like favorites. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so that's a little catch up on us. Yeah. I feel like that's all we got to say. We're alive and thriving. Um, I have a tear it up. Oh, let's go. Okay, cool. All right, so this. Let's go. Is <laughs> Just TikTok. Let's go. Let's go. go. Okay, so this is titled, Why Does This Happen to Me? Why? Why? The why? The second why got me. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Um, Hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Priya. I love you guys so much. I recently stumbled upon your podcast and haven't stopped listening since. I have to say, I literally understand the struggles of why does this happen to me that Taryn goes through. When I listen to the Taryn it ups, most of the time I'm like, oh my God, that's me. So here I am sharing something that happened to me. As I mentioned, I always find myself in embarrassing and ridiculous situations all the time from falling on perfectly level ground. Oh, I fell down the stairs. Did I tell you this? Our stairs? Yeah. Yeah. When Lexi saw. (laughs) I literally (laughs) was texting while going down the stairs and thought I was on the last one, but I was three up. And so I like literally somersaulted landed like I was like on my back on the bottom Ooh. of the stairs and then Lexi was walking by but she was on like a business call <laughs> so the only thing she said is she she went like oh and then you could tell like she was like oh shoot so she goes sorry someone just fell down the stairs and then she <laughs> walked away and I'm just literally laying there like oh like, my someone help me. god yeah. we have
1: very slippery like wooden sta- stairs in the yeah. house and I've fallen I think twice um, and it's really painful because it's yeah. not like carpet where you, it, you don't slide so no, much. Yeah. But when you <laughs> when you fall and if you're far enough up, you you continue to fall I a little bit because it's slippery. Thought I broke my
0: toes, yeah, like, all of them. I it fell was on terrible. my tailbone
1: once and it was not okay. No, it was really no, bad.
0: Not well. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. From falling on perfectly level ground to hitting random objects while walking on seemingly normal surfaces to getting stuck in a compost pit to sleeping on random things, it has all happened to me at some point. This one particularly stands out. I was in college at the time. I attended design school in my hometown, and the campus was quite far from the city limits, which is why we had a bus service. College was brutal, so we would always come home around 6 to 7 in the evening after long days of work. We all used to doze off on the bus, and the driver would give us a two-minute heads-up before our stop to get our stuff together. Some of the drivers were particularly mean, only waiting at the stop for about 30 seconds, so we had to scramble. Almost always the non-sleeping students on the bus would wake us up at the previous stop to give us more time to gather our things. My stop was one of the last ones on this route. I would like to mention studying architecture a decade ago was very different from what it is now. We had lots of equipment to carry with our backpack and rolls of paper, so it was always a mess getting everything together and leaving. If we left something behind 99% of the time, we never saw it again. This particular evening, there were fewer people than normal on the bus. I was sitting at the back in my usual seat, and the few people who were on board were seated in the front. As usual, I fell asleep, but no one was around to wake me up before the driver screamed, Stop! In two minutes! I jolted up from my sleep and rushed to gather all the thousands of things I had to carry. I was standing in the aisle at the very end of the bus with both hands full of my things, about to start walking toward the front when he slammed on the brakes very hard.
1: No. I had
0: nothing to hold on to and no way to balance myself. I was thrown down the aisle towards the front. (laughs) To someone looking at me, it would seem as if I was just running full speed. (laughs) But I had no control over what my legs were doing. Oh, my God. You know that feeling where, like... You, the momentum gets you, yeah. and your legs are just trying to keep. Yeah, keep up. I can like.
1: You're you're leaning so far forward, and your legs are trying to run as <laughs> so fast she's just as they can down the aisle. Yeah, I
0: can't. There was a small window at the front of the bus in a partition that divided the driver area from the rest of the space. No. I zoomed past other students straight into the window and somehow went through it with my hands ahead of me. Imagine Superman flying. No. with all of my stuff in my hand. I got stuck at my waist, so my lower body was no. on the other side of the partition and my head, she hands had a and torso. Moment. <laughs> yeah. It was a poo moment. Holy. Was on the driver's side of the window, literally inches away from the driver himself. No. I definitely gave him a major heart attack bursting into his face oh, like I'm that. Sure. I was still sleepy and was trying to register what exactly happened and what I was supposed to do next. I felt someone trying to pull me out of the window from the other side, but all the my equipment and paper rolls in my hand got stuck at weird angles, and I got stuck even more." With a lot of fidgeting and maneuvering, I got out to see everyone literally on the floor, crying, holding their sides from laughing so hard. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. I got out of the bus and stood there for an entire five minutes, still trying to wrap my brain around what had happened. I took another bus the next day. It meant I had to get down at a different stop and get a ride home from a friend, but that was so much better than facing the same people again. (laughs) Hope this cracked you up. I had a good laugh remembering it all while typing. Thanks again. Have a great day, Priya. Oh, (laughs) I
1: cannot even imagine (laughs) Supermaning through a window and getting half of you stuck inside of it. Imagine the driver just minding his own business. (laughs) He probably (laughs) thought someone was like... And someone him. literally just bust through. Like yeah. I would go like I feel like my first initial reaction would be like fight or flight because oh, yeah. clearly someone's on board trying to
0: like oh, yeah. blow up the bus. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Seriously. <laughs> and all the people too. Like oh, imagine God. just seeing someone sprinting down a bus aisle. Like I'd be yeah. like, This is it. This yeah. is how we die.
1: Oh my God. Actually, speaking of, we what when we were in Hamilton, let me paint a oh, picture. My gosh. We're all sitting yes. in like a row and Terrence, you're at the edge, right?
0: Um, it was TK then me. So okay. I was like
1: close to so the edge. So Terrence, close to the edge. TK, our friend, is on the very edge um, of our and our group is like all on the side. Yeah. In the middle of the play, I don't know how he was allowed to do this. Like, I don't I don't, I don't know what he was. he was thinking because a lot of times, uh, like, a theater etiquette is your, once you leave, you could easily not be allowed back in until it's like a, the right time. It was not the right time. No, it, <laughs> it was in was the a quiet, middle of a number. Yeah. It was yeah. like not the right time to allow someone to walk back to their seat. Anyways, this person not only walks back to their... doesn't just walk back to their seat. They full-on sprint down the aisle of the theater like full speed it scared me and I wasn't even at the edge
0: he was like sprinting and his seat happened to be in the front row yeah so for a minute it looked like he was literally charging the stage I was like and I was so scared for them I was
1: like (laughs) he's either like he's gonna do something bad like hurt someone or jump on the stage yeah or he's a part of it and he is coming from the back, and he's about to jump oh, on stage and dance I didn't with think them. That I was like, at maybe all. he's a part of the crew. I was there like were like so death. many thoughts that went through, yeah. and it was like it was terrifying. So was imagine so being on a bus. No, it was so scary. Oh man!
0: And she probably was like, "Oh shoot, I'm going to hit this wall!" And then all of a sudden, she's like <laughs> she dangling through the window. It.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she so good. Honey. Well, thank you so much
0: for writing that, In Priya. That was a great. That was a an that was amazing a perfect tearing it up because you're sitting there like. What just happened? Quality tearing
1: it up. What just happened? Also, I feel I feel like we should forevermore call that the Pooh Bear effect.
0: Yeah, when you're stuck. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Ah. Great.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com.
1: Well, I'm going to go ahead and get into my story now. Do it. Um, this one is titled Change Feels Too Much Like an End, Not Enough Like a Beginning. Dear Ash and Taryn, hello, my name is Eunice and you can say my name.
0: What do you think of when you hear Eunice? Eunice. A girl, I went to high school or um, Eunice. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. shoot, yeah, shoot. <laughs> um, what movie is that? Yeah, um, Mean Girls. No, no. what is it? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I can't think of it.
1: Amanda Bynes is in it.
0: Um, 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 um. so is uh, Channing Tatum. Um, sh- not she's, is it she's all that? No, no, no. Close. Um, she's she's the
2: man. She's the man. She's the man. She's
1: a man. She's a man. <laughs> I guys, I love that movie. Oh, it's one of my favorite. Should we watch it today? <laughs> I feel like, I feel we, should like we should watch it today. It is such a great movie. And there's this uh, character in the movie called Eunice, who's like the comedic relief of the show, yeah. and she's hilarious. And so me good. and Alicia loved that character so much. So the second I read this, I was like Eunice. Anyways, <laughs> back to the what's, um, back to what's important. Before I begin, I want to let you know that I admire you both in your podcast so much. I am amazed every week at how you find advice to give in situations that seem so unresolvable to me. Shows, show, (laughs) shows, okay. Show, show, shows. (laughs) Shows how much more experienced you are at life than me, lol. A bit about me. I am an Enneagram 4, so I am deeply emotional. I am an... Eighteen-year-old living in China, and I'm about to move across the world to London for university. Wow, that's a big move. That is wow, wow, wow. Eunice! Congratulations, that I is huge. Go to London for university. I want to go to London for university. Me and Taryn went I feel to London like once. fit in, and we went to um, Oxford. Oxford.
0: Oxford, Oxford, Oxford. No,
1: Oxnards. The city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oxford, and it was. I'm we, not joking. We like pretended we went to school there.
0: I've, we've, we both collectively, together and separately, have Mm -hmm. traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was about that town. But I felt like I was in a Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in just like a romantic novel. Like yeah. just like. And it wasn't. It was just like the architecture. It was the vibe. Also it was just you know like, what
1: it is. London is stereotypically like foggy and gray. It was a beautiful blue beautiful. sky sunny day with yeah. perfect clouds. Not like.
0: There California was California like,
1: hazy clouds. They were like perfectly no, no, no. like, like billowy, little clouds. billowy clouds. There was
0: like a graduation that had just yes. happened, so like a group of people in like cap and gowns with like champagne and cake all over them yeah. like ran past us, laughing. Like I felt like I was in yeah. And I don't know why. Like that's one of my favorite moments of like a traveling trip that I've ever had. Yeah, same. Like, I so felt,
1: weird. I, we were walking the halls. I was like, I feel smarter. I just, yeah. I can feel the knowledge yeah. being sucked into me. Yeah. Anyways. It was great. We're going to very very where, excited for you to go to London. Yeah, why do we... What school are you going to and can we come visit? Yeah. Um, continuing on, my issue is one that I struggle with a lot. I have always struggled with change and it feels like the most daunting thing in the world. I often feel like I'm not tough enough for the world, especially when it comes to things like going to university, thinking about my career and applying for internships. Last year was supposed to be my first year at uni, but I didn't go to London due to COVID. I am now biting the bullet and going, but this period of transition feels much more like an end than it does a beginning. I know I'm going to love it there, but everything that's waiting for me in London feels insignificant to the mountain of anxiety I'm feeling before leaving. I've learned from the past that I always find a way to deal with big changes, but I've been crying every night at the thought of leaving home, and this is the biggest change I've ever had to face. I am an only child and rely on my parents a lot, so they are all I've ever known. On top of that, my family is moving away from China after I leave, so I have to say goodbye to the city as well. Every day, I feel like I'm trying to find the balance on prioritizing, enjoying the present, and cherishing my last few days in China and prioritizing packing and mentally preparing myself to move across the world. No big deal. (laughs) Yeah. It feels so hard to face the reality of moving, and I really just want to be excited like everyone around me is excited for me. Do you have any advice on looking at this in a more positive perspective or how to make it easier? Thank you for reading this email. If you did, I just wrote every emotion I'm feeling at the moment, so it's long. It's the foreign me, LOL. No, it's not. It's not long at all. You did great. So grateful for your podcast and for the place for people like me to write out their feelings. Thank you for everything. Love you both so much. Love Eunice. (sighs) Eunice. I feel
0: like we are. What? We are a tangible, out loud, electronic diary. (laughs) Yes. We are. Yes. Because it's, which is, oh my God. Okay. I just had a brilliant idea. There should be like, you know how like there's those services now, like at a wedding or something or a funeral, like it'll be a phone and you can pick up the phone and like give a message or something to like the family. Have you ever seen this? I've never seen that. Oh, it's so cool. And then at the end of it, it's like almost like a guest book. At the end of it, then you like the family gets it. And it's like you can say messages to the couple or the person you pass or the family, whatever. But there should be something where you, like, you know, there's been so many times I've been mad at someone and I want to, like, write them a letter and, like, yeah. tell them how I feel, but then yeah. I, I'm like, I can't get it out on paper. Yeah. And it feels pointless. Like, there should be a place where you can, like, type everything out or send letters to, you know what I mean? Like, I feel a like physical that would thing. be a
1: lot easier. For people, because something about writing, I feel like I have to like pick my words carefully and like properly word it. Whereas, like if I could just record myself, I would ramble and get it all out.
0: Yeah. Whereas you know, like sitting, I feel like
1: it has to be like perfect and it's done. But
0: wow, *Tangent City*. I know we're on one today. We're on Um, one. Eunice, first of all, I feel like slow clap for Eunice. Yeah. Oh. Congrats. You didn't give me like any chance. Congrats. Try try to find a rhythm. I'm sorry. Try to like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. I honestly feel like
1: Eunice needs to be celebrated because this is such a huge and exciting time in your life. Um, Yes, it's a scary change, but also like you are the one who like got yourself here and brought yourself to this opportunity of moving across the world. And ah, I just feel like. People who are capable of making big changes like that are capable of so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I get that it's going to be scary, but I feel like you putting yourself in a position to explore and grow and learn and and challenge yourself to, to thrive in, in a different environment just goes to show how strong you are.
0: Oh, yeah. A and lot I, of
1: people can't even leave home,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
1: Like, look at
0: you. No, I think it's so cool, and I think, like – I mean, I feel like the first thing is just acknowledge, like, you have every right to feel the way you feel. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a big, that's very intimidating. Like You're not just leaving your home, but, like, your parents are leaving your home. So it's like you're saying bye to that Mm because it's not like just, oh, on holidays I'll go back and, like, see my familiar place. But then also you're going to a new place, like, that has a new culture about it. Like, that's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's okay to be scared and sad. And I think that's not going to go away. Yeah. And I mean, I, that sounds like doom and gloom, but I feel like sometimes like we get so focused on like, Oh, just how do we get rid of all this, these feelings? And like, Oh my God, I'm so scared and I'm nervous. So like, how do I not be scared and nervous? But sometimes it's like, no, I'm just going to be scared and nervous. Like, that's okay. I'm just going to embrace this for a second. Yeah. And like, you're going to need to like mourn it. And you're probably the first part of the move is going to be really hard. Like, it's going to feel lonely. It's going to feel isolating. It's going to be sad. But that's all part of the process of like, like releasing those emotions so that you can like find a space for figuring out a new life. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've we've had people write in a lot about like, how do I I'm going to a new school, I'm going to a new job. And mm-hmm. I feel like still the number one thing is you have to push yourself like yeah. you have got to get involved in like groups or. You know, if you go to church, go to a church group. If you like volunteer at like a nonprofit, whatever, like obviously your school will have stuff too, but I would just like over the top get involved, go to like plenty of events like that whole first month Mm -hmm. because you've got to get connected or else you're going to just feel so like lonely, yeah. you know? I highly recommend
1: that you watch Yes Man <laughs> the <laughs> movie um, with what's his name? What's his name? What's Jim his name? Carrey. Jim Carrey. Um, I feel like this is your yes year and I feel like university is the perfect place to get involved because there are clubs for absolutely everything mm-hmm. and I agree with Taryn, I think you should join every single club you possibly can. I have Moved twice. I've had like two major moves in my life and both times um, I had an issue in the beginning where, because obviously I didn't move across the world, I was able to like drive home Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I drove home a lot the first like six to eight months of my both moves. And that honestly, I think held me back from connecting to like the new place that I'm in and making new friends where I'm in and getting involved where I was at. And I feel like this is actually going to be a good thing because you can't go home, mm-hmm. and it, you have to like pour yourself into where you're at. And I think it's going to make it so much easier. And again, I think university is the perfect place to do that because everyone's joining yeah. from everywhere. Like you're being, sur- you're going to be surrounded by people who also left home, and um, other people who did move across the world. Where that's that's not the case for a lot of people, you know. Um, and I agree, I agree with Taryn. I think all the groups are going to help you get connected and feel at home. And I think it'll happen a lot sooner than you think.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's so nice about, especially like going to school, is so many people are going to be coming from like different yeah. places too. So all a lot over of the people world. are in the same boat as you. And yeah, like I, I, my first year in college, I was still close to home, but it still was like a big change. And I like made myself do i joined asb i like my roommate started a cheer team and asked me to help her which was my actual definition of a nightmare Mm -hmm. but i was like okay like because i was just trying to like not be like in my house all day or just hanging out with like all my hometown friends Mm -hmm. you know yeah so i would definitely push past it but i think like i feel like the vibe i got from your email is like I'm so sad, like, what do I do? And yeah. I just think, like, that's okay, you know? Actually,
1: I feel like what you are doing is healthy and good. Like, you're allowing yourself to be sad. You're you're taking the time to prioritize um, living presently and being in the moment and making memories there. And I think that was kind of, like, the best way to handle yeah. it is to let yourself feel those things mm-hmm. so that when you move, you can move with knowing that you you fully said goodbye yeah you know
0: also like I think for me like and I've said this before I'm always like this with my friends too like okay so worst case right like Mm -hmm. I love thinking about this because it makes me feel like okay like if the worst happens like I still would be okay worst case you go you absolutely hate it yeah would it be inconvenient to like leave school and go move somewhere else yeah but you could yeah You know what I mean? It's still a
1: total option. Worst
0: case, you'll find something that works. So, like, go give it your all. Like, be committed to trying to find fun stuff to do and the change. Like, go take, like, the tourist, like, red bus tour of London. Like, me and Ash, when we went, we were like, oh, I wish we did this the first day because we got to see so much of the city. And then we were like, we then we knew, oh, this area is cool or this area we want to explore more. So like do a bunch of touristy stuff right when you get there, get to know the vibe, get to know like what the city's like. Start asking people every restaurant you go to, ask your waiter like, "Hey, where are some cool spots you would recommend?" Like just put yourself out there to like find a way to like get involved in the place you're at and you're going to be fine. You're yeah, be I feel great.
1: like you're not even going to need this, but maybe give yourself like a deadline like, "Okay, I'm giving myself at least 1 year." Yeah. It's school. So you can't really leave in the middle of the semester. So maybe give yourself a full school year and if you're still feeling some type of way about it then maybe you can transfer somewhere else. There's
0: always other options. But London is
1: such like a perfect city to go to because it's a melting pot there's like every type of person is there um every type of food is there Mm -hmm. like there's so much different so many different cultures represented and people coming from all over the world to go to school in london i feel like it's kind of like la like there's all kinds of people here so i feel like you're gonna absolutely love it i'm super stoked for you Mm -hmm. go murder school and I was like, what? Where are we going with this? <laughs> go murder everyone. Chase your dreams
0: and meet your goals. Dang. And I'm so
1: freaking proud of you. You go out Eunice.
0: Eunice. All right. So my story, I don't think there's a title at all. And I, I already blew it up big and we're not going back. I
1: have to blow up my story so big now. Me what too. happened? I'm old. Me too. This is this is what happens when you're 30 years old. Right? Who's 30? I'm going back to college.
0: <laughs> Dude, I've I'm literally like, I feel like that would be something weird I would do. Go back to college. Just be like, just travel and go back to college and just take a bunch of electives, but be like, hey guys, yeah. I'm like you. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. Anyways, hi Ashley and Taryn. What's Sorry. up? T- oh. <laughs> Sorry Taryn, I have to list alphabetical. I got it. Everyone yeah, has their thing. We it's support fine. the OCD tendency. It's wrong, but it's fine. Okay. First, I'll briefly be your hype girl and say that they- what (laughs) say thank you so much for putting your podcast out into the world I'm sure I can speak for all the listeners by saying you have changed all of our lives and we are forever great I'm feeling very emotional today why is this affecting me so much I don't know my name is Caitlin you can say my name and I am from oh where she's from is anonymous so you can't know that got it <laughs> oh, shoot um, fun. I am 24 years old and I am an activities director at a senior living center oh my gosh being, how fun that's so cute while being a dance teacher as my part-time job I am an Enneagram two wink three hi <laughs> me too hello I have a boyfriend oh Taryn me Taryn I don't have a boyfriend well you got you got half of it who I've been with for over six years. Wow. And he is truly the perfect man for me. Love I have been so blessed to find the one at such an, a young age. Stay with me because it's all relevant to my situation. Okay. I'm writing because my boyfriend and I have been bumping into some conflicts, which I believe relate to our love languages. Oh, hello. I'm not joking. <laughs> I have so much advice I can give <laughs> to this topic. For sure. Anyways, okay. My main love language in order of importance. I love that she put that. Mm-hmm. So top one, which by the way, okay, love languages, if people are like, what is this hippie crap oh, you are talking about? Okay, yes. There's a book that came out that's called The Five Love Languages. Like forever ago. Like, yeah. A like long, a long old, time ago. Yeah. And basically, there's a quiz that you can take and a book that goes into each one. It's kind mm-hmm. of like the Enneagram type vibe of where it's like you take a quiz, find out which what you are, yeah. but then you learn about other people's... It's kind of like it yeah. has... That potential, where it it's breaks like it down, teaches you yeah. about other people.
1: Yeah, it breaks down how you give and receive love, but then you also learn about how others give yes. and receive love. Very important in very close friendships and, like, partnerships. Yes.
0: So um, I know it's physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service.
1: I was – the fifth one is –
0: Gifts, gifts, gifts. gifts. <laughs> Lexi, Thanks, Lexi mouths it yeah.
1: from across the
0: the, so, the room, <laughs> the window, gifts. our fishbowl. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for me, mine are physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Those are like my main ones. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be shown that you love me, and I need to be told often that you love me. Like that's mine. Are mine.
1: opposite, yeah. but same. Um, mine are words of affirmation, physical touch. Yeah, in that order.
0: So, um. To, anyway, anyways, let's keep going. So her her order is top words of affirmation, mm-hmm. then quality time, then physical touch. My boyfriend's love languages are quality time, physical touch, acts of service. Okay. Now, here's where it gets tricky. On top of my full-time job as an activities director, my dance teaching job takes up a lot of time, such as lesson planning, rehearsals, competitions, etc., I've been dancing since I was five, and it is my biggest passion. I put my heart and soul into my dance studio, and it is part of my identity. My boyfriend has been my number one supporter with everything I do, especially dance. He went to every competition while I was dancing and now is so involved with me being a teacher. He even swept the stage and helped with props at our annual recital. Aww, he's a, He's a keeper, ladies. Well, <laughs> for you (laughs) so anyway love that yeah love that for you (laughs) he encourages me to take on anything that brings me joy but it has been having downfalls he reassures me that he's not upset with me being so busy but he also wishes he had more quality time with me Mm -hmm. he said and I quote I help with a lot of your dance things so I can spend more time with you I know so sad right Now being a two, this absolutely breaks my heart hearing he needs more time with me. And since I'm a people pleaser, I feel so guilty doing something I love knowing it's making him sad. Sometimes I don't enjoy myself as much while teaching dance because I know my boyfriend is missing me while sitting at home. Being a three, this can also build some conflict because when I am involved in something, I go hard and I want to be the best I can be until I'm successful. Mm. I should also mention that we are in search of a house, so we do not live together yet. Therefore, our time is limited even more. Yeah. How do I find... I love this because she bold, italic, and underlined... The question. Her question, yes. which is me. Like, yeah. en- any of my work emails, everything flows. And then anything I'm, like, within it where I'm, like, you need to pay attention. I need I an answer to highlight bold, this. italic, and underlined, like, Damn. without fail. Can't miss this. <laughs> yeah. How do I find self-acceptance that he may always have some sadness because his quality time isn't being fulfilled... How do I know that I'm committing to too much? Do I need to be more considerate? How can I cope with him telling me honest thoughts about me being busy without feeling bad guilty about myself? I would love your advice on this because I'm at a crossroads inside my own head. I hope this message wasn't too long. However, I wanted to make sure you had enough info and you do not wish you could ask for follow-up questions. (laughs) I ask that all the time. Love you both. Caitlin. Wow. Wow. Okay, so, like, this to me, like, I don't know if this, like, will make you feel better or not. Like, there's (laughs) some situations I read, and I'm like, woof. Like, okay, like, how do we, like, I feel like I have to, like, take a deep breath and go into it. I don't feel that about your situation. No, I agree. But I understand why this all feels really big because of, I mean, you're me like a two wing three, like Mm -hmm. I could see it's my worst fear to like hurt other people. And especially if people say that they're being hurt by something I'm doing, like I'm like, oh my God. So I can see the pull that you're having and where now it's affecting like, okay, well now even the things that I enjoy, like now I'm feeling guilty for it. And it's, it's kind of like it's that whirl of trying to like figure out like what is, what is like a valid thought or feeling for me to have? And then what is something that I need to like let go of because I've built this up in my own mind. Yeah. So, but I feel like very hopeful about your situation. Oh, I feel great about it.
1: I feel like this is like a normal. A normal thing that that couples come against. Yeah, and and it's doable.
0: He he seems like the type. Like he is very intentional with you. Like the fact that he's like voicing this. Yeah, like I'm I'm being involved in your stuff because I want to spend time with you. And I get how that you're like, oh, that breaks my heart because that means he feels like I don't. But also like that's his choice. Like mm-hmm. that he's showing you he wants to do that. Like that that should be like a positive thing. Um, that you feel, like, loved within and not feel, like, guilty about. Like, oh, my God. When anybody asks me, like, about my day or remembers something that I said about, like, my work, because I'm so passionate about my work, I get, like, butterflies in my stomach. So, like, you should feel, like, that's exciting that he wants to be, like, involved in your stuff. Yeah. And even if he's just doing it to spend time with you, like, that still should be something you look at as, like, that's so like that's so dope. Like it's he so loves cute. me, you know? Yeah. Like and I don't think you need to see it as like oh, it's this like way of like him showing that like I'm not enough,
1: you know? I I could see how it would be easy to take his comment As like, oh, I'm messing up because he needs to do this to spend time with me. But I agree with Taryn. I think that's him saying, yo, I love you so much. I'm willing to sweep the floor of the freaking dance studio just so I could be near you. And I think that's a confirmation of his love. Um, I think the fact that he's bringing this to your attention in the first place goes to show how much he cares about your relationship. Because if he wasn't bringing it up and just resenting you, that would be like a completely different thing. Um, but he's bringing it up because he wants you to know. Because he wants you guys to be in a good place, and yeah. he's saying, "Hey, hi, like I need a little bit more." And him letting you know is is so healthy. Yeah, and I think he worded it in a very healthy way.
0: Also, like, so his his like his top language is co- quality time, right? Like. Quality time does not have to be long periods of time. And I think that, you know, you mentioned like you guys are going to be moving in together. So obviously like you'll have, you know, like coming home at nights, like dinner together, like all these things. But until then, like I would encourage you to get creative with how you spend time with him. I feel like I thrived at this. Like when I'm dating someone, I'm so creative with like. The type of stuff like I do like but there was even one time like I literally I was talking to this guy and he was like "Oh, I have such a busy day like I wish I could see you and I was like okay like meet me in like I sent him an address meet me here five minutes so like he literally like we met in the parking lot I had my phone out when he got there and it was on my 5 minute timer. I pushed start. I put it there. Like we talked for a second, we like kissed for a minute and then the timer went off and I was that like, "Okay, so." Go. And cute. I like pushed him yeah. and like he got in his car and we drove away just like cracking up because it was like the our 5 minute hang. Little, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like find those pockets of time. If if he thrives off quality time, make it like, "Okay, I have like I have like a 20 minute lunch I could do like get creative and like make him feel just like loved in that second mm-hmm. and then Like then it's going to like that stuff's going to last him the time where he's not with you.
1: Yeah, I agree with Taryn. I think the intention behind everything that you do, little stuff like that, even if it's a five minute hang, reminds him how much you love him. Yeah. And that's what he's looking for. It's not a full a full day with no phones with just the two of you. It's like I just need to know that you you love me and want to be with me just as much as I love and want to be with you. Yeah. It's that reciprocation that he's looking for. And yeah, I agree with Darren, like, Pop off on all the weird, fun like, yeah. ideas. Like, hey, have a quick lunch. Stop by really quick. Have food ready for him. You know, something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like this full gourmet meal. It could be Lunchables for all he cares. He yeah. just wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. So I think take what he said as a compliment and as a confirmation of how much he loves you. And just start having so much fun coming up with ideas with how you guys can hang out together, even if it's like Taryn said for a quick five minutes.
0: Yeah. And I think like, I mean, that's what life is. Like if you guys end up, you know, staying together, getting married, having kids, all this stuff like, I mean you're always going to have jobs or kids Mm -hmm. or things that are going to draw your attention away from each other. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like the healthy part of finding that balance. And, you know, you're 24. So you're, you're coming into like around 23, 24, 25. That's when I was like, oh crap. Like I'm an adult. Like I gotta like, (laughs) I have to start prioritizing. I have to start like being organized and like my job and like, oh, my gosh, now I'm on my own insurance. Like, everything started, like, becoming more real, Mm -hmm. which, like, when you're dating younger than that, everything's just fun. Nothing serious. So you guys have been dating for six years. So you went from, like, we're just kids and we're just trying to have enough money to, like, buy ourselves, like, food to now you're, like, becoming adults. So, like, don't, don't feel this shift in, like, Change in priorities as something negative in reflection to your relationship. Like, this is something that is just life, and you guys are going to have to be flexible and like molds with each other, like, while you're going through this. So, absolutely, it's not scary. It's like it's just the season of life you're
1: in. I was wow, what? that's we're, verbatim what I was about to say. Oh. I think life changes, I think there's seasons for everything. Right now, you're in a busy season. Mm-hmm. But I think the way you handle this busy season as a part as like a couple um, will like lay a foundation for busy seasons in the future. Mm -hmm. And when you come across a season where you it is more relaxing, you do get to be together. Like, how beautiful is that going to be? Yeah. You know, but like maybe one day he gets a a, a busier schedule and you have a busier schedule in like five years. Yeah. Um, And you guys are both looking at this going Dang! Like, when are we gonna spend time together? Yeah. You can no, be like, so "Hey, we've done it before. We can do it again. We're gonna implement the same rules. Like, we'll do the fun like meetups. We'll do dinner always. Like, you know, some something where it's like understood that, hey, we've been here before. We've practiced this before. We can get through it because we did it. We've done it. And this is where you yeah. get to lay that foundation of, I prioritize you. You prioritize me." We still get our shit done, yeah. but like we love each other and we're always coming back to each other. And
0: like his his love languages are very easy to, like quality time and acts of service, like that's such, he's just, he needs those little reminders that like you love him. Mm-hmm. So like get a Polaroid camera and like take a cute photo like of yourself and like hide it in his wallet and just like write on it like, I miss you. I hope you're having a good day. Like do you, like random little things like that Speak so much, and I think especially in a world today where like it's rare that people even text you, like, "Hey, how are you?" or like, "How is your mm-hmm. day going?" Like something even elevated to like just this this thing that you do for him, even if it's like a post it on his car wheel, whatever. Like you're so just little good with things. Stuff like I know, that. dude. I'm I don't worst. know why I'm single. I literally win at being a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Win, anyways. I don't so, even think about that stuff. Wow. Well, I got you. Anytime I need some ideas, I got you. Thank you. But yeah, there's a, there's just like fun, like little things you can do that don't mm-hmm. require like breaking the bank or anything like that. But I think he just maybe just start to like really be intentional about giving him those moments that remind him how important he is. Yeah. You know, I love that. Uh, this is great. I love love. This is great. Invite us to your wedding. Please. We'd love to speak. Yeah. We- <laughs> I and by we,
1: Taryn would love to speak. I will I speak. will sit in the corner and support her. I will her. make the
0: audience cry, laugh, everything. All the feelings. Feel everything. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This
1: was a great episode.
0: <coughs> Sorry, my tickle. <laughs> If you guys haven't already,
1: be sure to follow us on our socials. We have been so active on there, even taking like some of the stories that you guys send in on this podcast and bringing that conversation to yeah. our social media, mainly Instagram. Um, so if you want to talk about moving across the world for university or getting through a busy season with your partner, like hop on our socials because um, that's where we've been talking about it and continuing that conversation there. Yeah. And you guys have been bringing a lot of advice yourselves, which is so oh fun to see. Oh my God, I see. love this. And yeah. Also really cool to see like our little UA community like come together um in that way not just on the podcast. Yeah. Um so we've really been enjoying it and I highly recommend you hop on there too.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um shall we end with a dad joke? Absolutely, don't we always. That was a rhetorical. Okay. <laughs> She's like
1: you have no choice.
0: <laughs> what kind of music do balloons hate? Uh feel like you can guess this one i can yeah balloons mark can you guess do you know
1: it does lexi know lexi knows it come on guys come on Stop. pop <laughs> oh uh... <laughs> Dang it. That is so, so good. good. That is so good. Oh, my God. So good. That Brilliant. was a good. I'm actually really upset at myself for not knowing that one. I thought, I thought you upset. would I That's thought you would really get That's really clever. Yeah, it's so good. <sighs> Guys, if you made it to the dad joke, you already know we love you the most. You put <laughs>
0: Ashley, you say the same sentence every what episode. I say. How could you mess it up? I don't up? know. It's part of my thing. No,
1: but how could you I mess it up? I don't know. I got too excited. I was <laughs> upset about the pop situation. Um, <laughs> be sure to like, rate, review, share, sure, subscribe. Write, subscribe. <laughs> I'm on a. I'm a mess today. You guys already know. I don't have to say it. It's fine. Uh, we love you all. <laughs> we love you, and we will talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>